2: Well, it's been 24 hours. Has our sea shanty gone viral yet? Are we famous?
3: I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. But sea shanties are continuing to be in the news.
4: I, I wonder if Hannah put it on TikTok yet? Because my talk now has a TikTok. Oh, here we go. Okay, we have a TikTok station what it should we do with the low j man well what should we do with the low j man, man and the what should we do so with, we with the low j man
3: well now and we're
4: it's down, in our
3: it's key coming,
4: a flat down, and off coming, key uh-huh. oh rocker you're down, so coming. cute all right, you're so cute. Well, we and, don't. And, I'm just gonna say no. No, it hasn't <laughs> gotten viral. that hand lotion. Our your hands. Everyone's. Your, our hands are so dry. Here's sea uh, shanties,
3: and there's some people are ca- spelling it with a C H and some with an S H. I think it's spelled both ways, but I didn't sea shanties. Um, really, the TikTokers made it happen. Now the U.S. Navy band got it on the craze, and they did. An early Taylor Swift, a seafaring transformation, if you will. Do okay. you want to hear it? Yes. All right.
4: What are you trying to like make that be a sea shanty? That's obviously they're professionals, but it's, I think it's just gives some everybody something. Would you like to, to hear do?
3: somebody do a prince?
4: Yes. Sea shanty to perform. Why didn't we think of that? Well, Rocko found it. Why did we think of that, Rocko? Here comes.
3: Take a glance at the hammer, Condon. Take a final glance at the hammer, Condon. Take a final glance at the hammer,
4: Condon. Now we are worried. Okay, the funniest thing is, is when we had the in the video because B. Arthur edited. We made a movie. It's on the Lori and Julia Instagram page. It's called the video. It's called the video, but. Literally, Lori is spanking John Ham's <laughs> unit. Propaganda. He's just slapping. Yeah, wow, she just keeps spanking him. And then, him. what photo pops up
3: today? Eight years ago, in the party, you and I getting our photo taken with John Ham.
4: And then Lori captions it that John Ham wouldn't. I ham was pinching our butts all night long. You <laughs> <laughs> look so
3: cute. It makes me want to chop off my hair even we more. We did look cute
4: there. That dress. Remember the dry cleaner ruined it? Oh yes. God, I love that dress, and it was a Monique. I would have bought it. I know. But they anyway. Kind of interesting.
3: I'm glad you did the hammock version Fame record. here. Okay, good.
4: Same here. All right, so we have some things that happened big. Well, okay. Well, first, there's
3: one thing. Serious
4: Radio One.
3: Yes. uh, I knew you'd be excited about this. So, uh, our friend Brian out there in the Twitterverse, and we've met him, we know him. He's friends with Mm -hmm. friends of ours. And anyway, he tweeted at us, listening to Sirius XM this morning. And they air a plug for their new podcast, the first podcast mentioned, the Lori and Julia Book Club. Who knew? Really? Yes. Yeah. And there it is. There was. Huh. Yeah, because I that? know
2: uh, Hub, our, our
0: parent company, Hubbard, also owns part of Podcast One. Was yes. it maybe a Podcast One
4: it, commercial? Who knows? Who knows, okay. who knows what it is? But, but the thing about our book club is we read more books than anybody I know. We we have long had a book club, and Since, I know
3: Julia that you would like a plaque, an award, and a street. Because I've had, had to read to keep up with you. you I say had to that all the time. We read more like, about Like you're bitter about it. You're almost <laughs> mad about it. <laughs> now you know? I
4: now I have to find the publishers for the damn books you want to read, right, and then right. track them down and do Donnie's job. Anyway, so thank but, yeah. you,
3: Brian. And then also, I'm I'm so happy about this. I mean, this is not why um, I shared um, Rosemary's uh rosemary Baek's obituary yesterday but i was thinking
4: you, you always show beds well you i know here. but i
3: never know if anyone in the family might hear it and i don't do it for that reason i just was really struck
4: by her life so, so she had an amazing amazing, life. amazing. She the lived 100,
3: 105 105 in world war ii and she went back and forth back and forth on the uss thistle seven times 11 oh 11 okay okay Dear Lori, I am Mark Bayouk, Rosemary's son. Stop. My cousin, Jenna Battaglia, good Italian name, Stop. has for years been proudly telling her co-workers and her friends about her great aunt Rose. Today, one of her co-workers who listens to you told her about that you t- shared Rose's story via her obituary. She in turn told Jenna, Jenna sent me the podcast link. I enjoyed so much hearing your exuberant excitement about my mother's very full and very well-lived life. And um, thank you so much for responding so strongly to my report, his obituary of the life of Rose.
4: Oh. Because it was just,
3: you know. It was a long one. It was I saw, so good was and so... rich and detailed.
4: Oh, Anyways. that is so nice. So, yay. so anyway. You know, I, I and, have. And and uh, Jenna, thanks for
3: listening. No and, kidding. Mm-hmm. And maybe Mark will listen. Maybe
4: he will. Mm-hmm. That's true for Tuesday. Yeah. It's on Thursday today. Okay. (laughs) Can I just, I got to tell you my funny conversation. So I call my mom and my mom, God bless her. She is one of the most optimistic people we know. And, everything she's gone through with her stroke and not, and having global aphasia and not even being able to talk Mm -hmm. how far she's come back and everything. And she's even joined Toastmasters, Rocco, online. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my mom is just fearless. So she is old though. And, you know, has been panicked about COVID like all of us have and not wanting to get it and not knowing what's going to happen to her. So she's isolated very much her, she's very isolated mm-hmm. as all of people our parents are and mm-hmm. friends different friends are isolated and so every day you know i'll call and she's her she's had vaccine she's had her first vaccine mm-hmm. last saturday and so i call her every day and i facetime her and i'm like well what's new today and we just sit and laugh for like three minutes because there's nothing new right and so you know she'll go sit in a chair in her living room She'll go turn her face sideways and go and look, show me something in her dining room. How many pieces she put together in her puzzle. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing. Yeah. So today she w- went to the store and she couldn't find any matches. And she wants matches to light a candle. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, mom, I've got matches. I'll bring them over. I'll bring you over matches. And if I don't have them, I'll go to Target or I'll go to Menards and try to find you matches. And she says, I couldn't find them. And I'm like, well, well I'll find them. It'll." Yeah. And she goes, oh, no. No, no, that is what I get to do tomorrow. Oh. Don't spoil <laughs> my outing. <laughs> so she's like, don't, don't come over. I, I don't need them. Yeah, I mean, like that's her exciting outing. No, I mean, I this know. is the level of, but, but yet she's laughing the whole time mm-hmm. and she's making me laugh, and it's just you know how sweet my mom is. Oh, very. My mom is. She really has been positive through this whole thing, yeah. you know, and I know her body hurts and things hurt on her, but she always, I'm fine, darling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, darling. How are you? Yeah. And
3: she really is. <laughs> her talking is really doing, it, it does not so much clue anymore. It
4: isn't so much charades like we used to play. Mm-hmm. It's really good. But I mean, it was just so good Is that cute. the Toastmasters, do you think? She hasn't started yet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But she's, no, her speech people at Health Partner have been amazing in yeah. the University of Minnesota. I mean, she's worked with great aphasia groups. But the one thing that it was just so funny, don't spoil my fun. I need something to look forward oh, to, geez. to go buy matches. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's funny. All right, listen, um, when we come back, our uh, buddy from Channel 5
3: Eyewitness News, Matt Belanger, is uh, joining us with some news.
4: Hang, hang on a sec. Let me get Matt in here.
3: It's that time of the week, time for.
4: It's, it's Matt Belanger.
3: Belanger, Buck Langer. Is that
4: it? It's, it's Matt Belanger.
3: No. Balanger.
2: Want to try again? It's, it's Matt,
4: Matt Balanger.
3: Julia, that's not even how you pronounce Bazinga.
4: It's, it's Matt, Matt Balanger.
3: Don't listen
0: to them. It's Matt Balanger. It's,
4: it's Matt Balanger. Matt. Oh, man, Well,
0: hello, my talk friends. Now, I, I keep trying to uh, get them, you know, the powers to let me use that music as the news introduction for the midday news. I don't know why they won't let me do it.
4: I think they should. <laughs>
0: Also, my co-anchor, Leah McClain, might not be thrilled about that either because she's not
4: mentioned. (laughs) We would do one for Leah. I love Leah, and she loves
3: us. How
0: are you? Uh, Doing okay. I've got two big topics I'd love to cover today. We've some time. Let's start with, uh, of course, coronavirus, but bring you up to date um, because there's a lot happening, yes, actually. Uh, things are in motion, and I just want to let everybody know what's happening. So, of course, this week we learned President Biden, starting on the federal level, is uh, going to try to get 200 million more doses of the vaccine because, as we know, states like Minnesota are crying, we need more doses, we need more doses, we need you know, to make sure that we have enough to meet all these commitments and get everybody their second dose and everything. So, gears are in motion in the Biden administration to try uh, to, to really flood um, the this country with uh, millions of more doses, and Johnson & Johnson is a, a pretty good contender here when it comes to maybe being the next COVID-19 vaccine to maybe get approval. That could help uh, alleviate the the uh, shortfall in supply. So that's good news relatively. And in the meantime, here in Minnesota, you've got some big efforts going on to try to get these shots administered. One happening today uh, in St. Paul at the Roy Wilkins auditorium they have a a specific site they are a mass vaccination site set up for educators if you have Mm -hmm. any educators friends in the Mm -hmm. uh, twin cities they might be trying to head over there today um there are no walk-ins now i mean it's coordinated through these school districts but uh, they're hoping to put Mm, 300 uh, shots in, in in arms each hour at that facility. Okay. So they're really hoping to ramp that up there. Yeah, I know um, a
3: couple of friends of mine that are teachers that are going and they're very mm-hmm. relieved. Oh, yeah, yeah I, mm-hmm.
0: of course. And you've got some districts um, planning to maybe bring some kids back in person. There was a study this week that shocked a lot of people that showed uh, schools are, are really having a low mm-hmm. transmission rate you know mm-hmm. in person learning is actually kind of relatively low risk when compared to other rates of transmission just right. when you're going out and about you know looking for matches at the store yeah. right. going around your your day to well hard right. to
4: find <laughs>
1: well, they can't...
0: are apparently right now these days and, and I agree with her like <laughs> let her do it tomorrow cuz we all need that thing to do um, <laughs> need something to look right. forward to right. my mom amen sister oh, amen the other big vaccination thing is of course remember how last week uh the System was overloaded because mm-hmm. everybody was trying to register. Um, Sixty-five and older yep. to get an appointment. Well, they changed it this week and they made a bigger window. And you could call or go online. And it's not a race anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's not first come, serve, first serve, which is which is smart, I think. Right. And they are then uh, letting everybody register and then they're ch- choosing people. They're calling you uh, randomly. To, to then see if you can get one of the appointments. And if you don't pick up, they go on to the next person. So it's kind of important after you register to, you know, make sure you answer the phone if they call. So, Matt, um, I have a question
4: for you on this yeah, one. Absolutely. Is, is the registration ongoing, or was it just for 24 hours last week, or does it renew every Tuesday? Or, or once you've registered, are you registered and you don't have to cor- do it yes, again?
0: The latest... Word from the state is what if you registered this week and you didn't get randomly selected, you don't have to re-register next week. I'll say that again. You do not have Mm -hmm. to re-register next week. It's kind of a rolling pool.
4: Okay, but if you didn't register last week you can register do it today. then on
0: tuesday on, assuming they keep everything the same when they open up mm-hmm. the thing on tuesday again you should be in that group to get make sure your your name's in the pool so that you can maybe be randomly selected so again 65 and older tuesdays. that's what we're talking about okay
4: and it's just on tuesdays
0: uh, right now, that's kind okay. of the flow that they've been having. And then the vaccinations start later in the week, like Thursday ish. So, okay. um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, cool. We have to we update with COVID 19. We're feeling pretty good.
3: Yeah. And yeah. also, I would encourage people, you know, if you have your doctor is at Alina or Health Partners, mm-hmm. you know, you can also check that way as right. well.
4: For your oh, elderly For, parents, if yes. they didn't get on this, and they're not you're not Yeah.
3: I kind of don't like that the random selection, they've got 85 and 75 year olds mixed in with. A 65 year old get all why you know,
0: don't they
4: do you know what old i mean people first but yeah whatever. 75 if, plus there was a reason that. there was a reason obviously
0: yeah. mm. all right um uh, right I now, mean, I'm the messenger. I'm just telling you the yeah, system they set up. Right, I didn't develop it either. But uh, but that's how, that's how that's progressing. So hopefully, everybody who wants to get registered and you know they're in the they're in the running there to get that. And it's going to take months, guys. I mean, that's the reality. Is it's going to take months for for everyone to go through this process and to and to be vaccinated. You know, who wants a vaccine? We're talking about summertime for people who you know aren't in one of these populations like educators, healthcare workers, or or um, those 65 and older. So well, we don't um, yeah,
3: really we don't really know. No, because if they up the number of doses that they can get out to state and they do the defense production and it they could get, go
0: faster, faster because
3: that is a, a, a mission of this administration is that the very key to the economy is
1: getting.
3: Uh, vaccin- the vaccination is the number one priority. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So, and the other thing we should say, and I know that you'll approve of this, is the, the reason I was warning it could be months is you, people can't let their guard down now, and you no. can't stop wearing your face mask yeah, now just right. because people are being vaccinated, and that's what they're worried about. Oh, everyone's going to be vaccinated soon, and it's speeding up, so I don't need to wear this anymore. No. That's not the recommendation from those you know who know what they're talking about with science. So well, go ahead
3: and produce some PSAs and run them on your national and local radio and TV stations because people have lost money this year and they could do some makeup that you way. Could
0: sure, use the <laughs> You know what yeah, I mean? Real quick. Yeah. Real quick, the other thing I want to talk to people about, you got a lot of people in this category, uh, it involves renewing uh, Minnesota driver's licenses. Yes. And so the governor, um, if you uh, made a big chunk of driver's licenses, 300,000 Minnesotans' driver's licenses that were going to expire between last March, when mm-hmm. the pandemic was ramping up, right. of course, and the end of uh, February, this coming February, he made it so that all of those people didn't have to go in because the offices were closed and everything, but they are now needing to be renewed by the end of March coming up. So that's soon.
3: Yeah, that um, is.
0: And so people have to plan for this. And, uh, and if you have just a regular driver's license and you're in that category and you need to go get a renewal, or even if you're not in that kind of delayed category and it's just your time to be renewed, also keep in mind that start at, you know, unless it gets changed again, Starting October 1st this year, you'll need a, a real ID-compliant ID, or an enhanced driver's license is, is also su- acceptable, or a passport you could use. But you'll have to use one of those to get on a flight. Um, yeah. So because, because that, so, if you're, so my point is... Don't, if you're if you have a regular driver's license, an old school driver's license, and you are now having to renew, maybe consider going through the process, albeit you know a little more complicated than just a simple renewal, and and get that real ID now because October is you know right. not that far away, you know. Just yeah, and and you, and you can
3: fill the application out for a real ID online and do that before you go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't like traveling with my passport. Like if I was no so I wanted the real ID, but a lot of people think. Mm-hmm. Because a real ID is a law that when they renew it, that they got a real ID. I didn't.
4: No, but no. Yes. yes. People, but I mean it, I renewed mine when it,
3: people were under that impression right. because we're changing to that right. not realizing that you have to bring in a couple more pieces of uh, Yeah, of-
0: And you and you're right. That pre I did it. That it's pre-registration a- Lori, saves you time. So yep. do it because it's just it's easy breezy and then, try then once to find you find your through.
4: sheet when you did it last year I'm like <laughs> where is mine? <laughs> Thanks, Man. very good information. Thank you so much. Thank we'll you. of course watch you on uh you know, Channel, Channel
3: 5, 5. Eyewitness yeah, Tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. See ya. See ya. Yeah. Thank right. you. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk music with Chris Schneider from the Star Tribune. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's Thursday. We're very happy. Our uh, buddy Chris Schneider from the Star Tribune is joining us to talk about music. And who was that beautiful song by that we were just hey, listening guys. to? Hi. Yeah.
2: That was the wonderful Annie Mack, who I, I just had a story post on her website. It's going to be in tomorrow's tomorrow's paper. She's she's from Down Rochester, way, although she grew up in North Minneapolis, and and she's got a new EP coming out tomorrow called "Testify," that that song is from. Uh, just it's just a beautiful, really touching, moving, powerful album collection of songs and and yeah the, the, as you can see in the story she's got she's got a pretty compelling uh backstory uh to that kind of tells you why she's got so much depth and, and power in, in her music it's it's really kind of a, a t- touching to talk to her and hear that hear that oh, album
3: i love that song what was the name of that
2: that one was shadows of a kingdom it's it's uh she c- kind of wrote it she had She's a mom of three and and she has one older daughter who's who I guess just turned nineteen who was going through some stuff as as teenagers do and, and it was kinda written in and, and try, you know, taking on that role of helping your helping your kid become a become an adult, especially mm-hmm. a, a, a young woman. Mm. Yeah, really important song.
3: Yeah, I've seen Annie. I mean, she's been, she's played, I've seen her at Bunkers. And I mean, she's played her yeah. own town And I, she, I'm always blown away whenever I've seen her because she's got just such a amazing voice.
2: Yeah, she's, she's really got kind of that, that Mavis Staples kind of yes. deep, deep, powerful voice. She hasn't really, she's she's been kicking around the, the clubs mm-hmm. and everything, bars. But she hasn't, I, I don't think she's really had a, a record that really reflects ref- you know, was lived up to her voice yet and I think this one does for Good, sure.
3: Good. Cool. All That's right. Annie so, Mac are gonna read about her tomorrow. Yes. Um yeah. I really loved your story about your return to First Avenue. So I oh, I, I want you,
4: about it Yeah, to please. share
3: with what the club is doing and
4: um all of that. And your experience. Yeah, yeah. it,
2: it was, you know, it was course it was great wonderful to be back and and you know it's like like coming home um you know most of us grew up at that place and and uh so that was wonderful but it wasn't it's it's still kind of weird you know things are still pretty weird and and first avenue to, the, to their credit are, are being extra safe they're really they're only selling um uh, they're, they're doing live stream concerts. They're, they haven't, they're going to not be announcing some coming up and they're selling about 20, 22 tables of for two, for two people a piece. So it's, it's only like 50 people in a, in a, you know, this high ceiling venue that holds 1500. So they're really, really keeping a low capacity and keeping it safe. And, and, and I, you know, I'm I'm I've been pretty good about being safe myself and I, I felt totally safe there and everything. Yeah. Was this and it was for great. It was, it was great to be there. It's it's just a different kind of experience sit, sitting, you know, sit sitting on a table right. on that dance floor where you're usually packed up again, elbow to elbow with people and being because
3: and I always check my coat at First right. Avenue. I
2: can't stand yeah. how
3: hot it gets in there. That-
2: that was that was an unusual thing. Yeah, it was, it was actually cold in there, which, you know, I, I think they just you know, they've never had they've never dealt with it being empty like that with people in there. And, and uh, so that was a new thing. I'm sure look at that situation. It'll Is be nice First and warm.
3: Avenue just doing this for the Sunday night? I know you went to the Charlie Park. Are they just doing these limited number of people? Is it just? Like the Sunday night shows, or are they expanding? No, this?
2: they're they're Ch- Charlie Charlie Parr was playing every Sunday night. He's got one more coming up. And mm-hmm. the tickets are the, the tables are already sold for that. Right. Next next month they're doing they they're broadcasting Trampled by Turtle shows every Thursday, mm. but those were already filmed before okay. they started letting people in. So and then they're going to be announcing more shows like this. That um, that will be live streaming that you can c- come into it to see. It's you know it, it, it's really great and and for those who can afford it and, and the tickets are a little bit pricier for mm-hmm. you know for obvious reasons. Um, How much are they? There's a lot more involved. There, it was it was uh, fifty a person. Okay. So you know hundred dollars for two top tables.
4: Mm-hmm. You
2: know it's it's a way to support the club and, and the musicians right now if, if of, you can afford a, it.
4: Kind of a private
3: concert. Well, I kind of yeah. wish yeah. First Avenue would like um, I you know have like. GB Layton come and play, or, you know, some of the people that are really our steady band, you know, because there's not that, there's been really not that many places, you know, like Belfast Cowboys, people who would never play First Avenue. Right. They would have fans that would pay $50 yeah, would. a person. I'm just yeah, saying. no,
2: you're, you're right. You're right. And, and you know, they, they play, although uh, Brian GB G. Layton plays, but he does play big bars, but, you know, the bands that play smaller bars, you know, if they're only packing in 50 people, that's. You know that's about the equivalent to playing a smaller bar. So yeah, bands that that don't play First Avenue a lot because it's a bigger room, yeah, um, would would be a good fit. They they're still easing into this. They they're still you know they're very concerned about the safety of their employees too. Right. They're they're easing into it. It's going to be you know for all these venues, it's going to be a weird spring and even even summer probably.
3: Right. I mean, if you talk to anybody, just suggest it, would
4: you, Chris? I I love. First of all, Chris. Seriously, we didn't have you on here to hear about you. We have you on our show yes. so Lori can give you marketing ideas so she can get out to the damn bars.
2: Well, and, and it's appreciated. Yeah, I, I'm, right.
4: just, I'm just saying that, you know,
3: our journeyman bands, if you will, that play, you know, at the Caboos and bunkers and, you know, the Minnesota Music Cafe, and if First Avenue is just sitting there, and if they would this it would be a way of helping those musicians yeah. if they, once they feel they got their safety. They have fans that would pay that. We would do that.
2: You're right. You're, no, that's that, it's a great idea. And, and idea, yeah. I mean, they're they're dealing with ideas right now. They're, all right. They
3: don't, okay. This
2: is all un- uncharted territory for everyone. So. They're listening. So yeah, so. Chris, I'll, I'll what pass do you it along. I, I'm writing you, it down right will now. Will you
3: please, please, Chris? <laughs> no, I mean really between uh, you know the bar bar employees, you know bands. Yeah. I, I mean, Rest- I just oh. I feel like that is the last. Thing to come back and then they would work at restaurant. I, I don't know, you know, to me I've, I've been very, very worried about you know, they could have Dan Israel and Katie Vernon play at First Avenue. They would have sure. people. I mean, these kinds of the people that are performing
4: that just... I love it and it would be such a big win for everybody. It would. I know it. Yeah. All right, Chris, yeah. back to you. It's, it's a good idea. <laughs> back <Yeah>. to you. <laughs> what else do we know?
2: Oh, um, you know, it's, it's uh, uh, we're just learning all these... Uh, we're, you know, we're still kind of waiting to see what's going to happen to all these big summer concerts. Right. And, and um, you know, Laurie, Laurie and I both love going to Jazz Fest in New Orleans. And, mm-hmm. and just a couple weeks ago, they announced that's, which is usually for last week in April, first week in May, which we knew that wasn't going to happen this year, but they they bumped that to October. And it it really looks like fall is going to be when people are really crossing their fingers for big concerts to come back there's there are there's stuff on the books over the summer especially country events there's uh, like we Fest and and Mm -hmm. uh, the twin cities summer jam that they put on at at canterbury Mm one year and and they're hoping to keep going those are those are on the books The, the country crowd the country music industry seems to be a little bit more eager and and less skittish about returning to full steam um, but of course, they, they they too. Everyone's dealing with that.
3: I mean, have so. is it more on the hesitation, like it's going to be hard to get acts to play because the musicians aren't wanting to do it until there's more vaccination percentage that's happened, or what do you think is the holdup?
2: Uh, yeah, I I think it's if they want to, they want to know they're going to make money. Are they, if right. the artists can make money, they're they're ready to get back on okay. and start making money the, the request, bigger question is, are people going to show up? Yes, can, they Can will. people show up?
3: Well, you, um, know, you know, I don't know if they like, uh, I mean, if we're going to have a vaccination card that we're going to have to flash to get in places or, you know, uh, like with traveling, show us your, you know, negative test or something. I have no idea, you know, what it's going to be. We're just hoping people take the vaccine when it's their turn.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and hopefully we, we all get our, before, yeah, so by summer we'll, we'll see. But that, yeah, yeah, so many unknowns. But um, stuff is on the schedule for for the fall. You know, the biggest festival in, in the nation is Bonnaroo in Tennessee. Which is usually June. in early June, mm-hmm. and they but they bumped that to September. Oh, they did. So that's kind of it, everything. Kind of is built around those festivals. Everybody's tour schedule okay built around those festivals. So the festivals are the things to keep keep your eye on.
4: All right. What about the State Fair? Because we heard the Doobie Brothers. Like they've they've, they've confirmed, been confirmed. confirmed. Some State Fair acts. <laughs> Yes, no. is, this, is this
2: 1975 just be or what quiet.
4: It, I know. just be quiet it just sounded good to say what about the <laughs> well, state fair they they for the fair this year
3: they the were Doobie come brothers.
4: on give
2: they us, some, were, no, give us in, some love in fact in fact my understanding is the fair is it has basically everything that was booked music wise last summer Rebooked. more or less in in place for for this summer mm-hmm. um you know the the question is if 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 the fair itself is going to happen,
3: yes, um, it is. Chris, Chris. it is.
2: Okay, it is. You guys, okay, you heard it I here. Right. No, I like your
3: power of. Oh no, it's going to happen. We're There's we no can't way. handle it. It's six months away. Chop chop. We uh, need something to look forward, forward to. Yeah, we have to.
2: Don't even. I'm say with it. you. And, and, and God, that would, it'll be so wonderful to have. Don't it, you, you know, think? A bit, yeah, that'll it, be a great great way to finally end this thing if 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 it does happen. And they who else did they have booked? I can't, uh, Tim McGraw. Because
3: uh, I have my yes. tickets. Yes. You have
2: one for yes. me?
4: Maybe it was going
2: to be. I mean, it's it, it'll be a big year out there if if at, at the fair if if it happens.
4: Now you tweeted.
3: Um, a few days ago, you said if I named one act I most want to see live once is over, besides the Rage reunion or a resurrected John Prine, it would be Kate Crutchfield. Tell us about yeah. Kate.
4: Yes, who is
0: that? Yes, yeah,
2: she, she she records under the name Uh That's the you know it's kind of a bony bear kind of okay right, alter ego name. But yeah, her name's Katie Crutchfield. She's from Alabama. Just re, just it, it it was the. Kind of the most comforting record of that I listened to all year. Really, Last year. Uh, her her record was called St. Cloud. Actually, no relation to our got it uh, fine fine city of St. Cloud in Minnesota. And she's she's real. She's you know she was a little more indie rocky. She kind of turned a little twangy here, a little, a little sort of Lucinda Williamsy. Uh-huh. Um, just just really great, beautiful, poetic songs, and it was just that kind of comforting. Record that I listened to this whole time, and, I, and hearing those songs live is is that's going to be another magic moment when this is all over, and and hope, hopefully she she will get the tour. Yeah, here no
0: she kidding. is. I
4: feel like Rocco found her.
0: Yeah, I've seen her a couple of times. Yeah. She's pretty great.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's oh, I great. like
4: this. Yeah. Oh, Chris Riemenschneider. Schneider. It's so good to hear your voice.
2: Yeah, yeah. This these, too these, shall these, end. You guys, show in in person out there, but we'll we're going to see you
3: soon. We're going to see you I soon. So. Oh, I hope so. How are you doing? um Working from home, not going to any shows. I mean, do you and John are you getting you talk about it? past concerts? or you get? You know, what are you doing?
2: <laughs> yeah, we just call call each other up and say, "What about that show we saw in two thousand one? What about yeah no? No, we, we're staying busy. There's you, you guys know, there's, are. For a long time it was bad news. There's there's good news again and there's yeah. you know things like this Annie Mack record to write about and there's there's still plenty of plenty of music to be had out there, just just not in person. Yeah,
3: All that's right. true. Well,
2: he need
0: to review our sea shanty.
3: Oh yeah, oh. let's play our sea shanty. Okay, for here Chris.
0: <laughs> what should we do with the low
3: J man? Well, What should we do with the low Loj Manmo? Well, what should we do with the low Loj Manuel well, now that we're remodeling? Boo. Down
4: it's coming, down it's coming. Down, it's coming down, Chris, Rocco wrote the lyrics, lyrics. and Lori and I performed.
2: We've done it, video, barely.
4: we sang it. Our it man. Would,
2: our it ma- would be. I. I'm going to have to claim that it would be a total conflict of interest for me to comment on that. One. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but you've been in studio and you know our Manuel. Well.
2: Yes. No. That very clever. Very clever. Those. Uh, those. See shanties are fun and yeah i'll add that one to the list
3: yeah right, add it to the list you. right
4: thanks Chris. Oh, chris so nice much to talk
3: to you follow chris um on twitter at chris r strip uh he's really fun to follow keeping you up on the music stuff and great to talk to you
2: yeah thanks guys See all right
3: okay. talk to you later all right listen when we come back we are going to remember the fabulous amazing cloris leachman movie hey everybody thanks for hanging out with us well yesterday uh during our show we learned that uh Cloris leachman had passed away at the age of 94 and that mary tyler moore valerie harper and georgia Engel were making room for another chair at that big 1970s boardroom table in the sky yep for Cloris leachman and um uh, of course it's weird when I was reading I think it was the New York Times obituary about Chlor- Chloris almost every generation has their version of a Chloris they know cuz she was the grandma and Malcolm in the middle right she was in bright if you know she's in 70s pictures or she was in Phyllis I mean she was in Bad Santa not usually when someone is 94 sometimes it's just like Older people that know right. them or they've heard about them,
4: but she her shows she kept getting recast on fresh shows, fresh shows, a new generation. Still
3: is the oldest contestant ever on um, Dancing, with, Dancing the with the Stars. She was eighty two and she was on that show, she was, but she,
4: she was gorgeous. They were showing a clip last night of her on Mary Taylor Moore in this dress to black turtleneck dress, Lori. We would have died for. Oh yeah, and her great hair. And oh. we did
3: post people has a great yeah. Paris Leachman in pictures. If you want to take a look at this, but this is the Today Show. Uh, reporting on uh, her incredible career in
1: life. I am Paul Brucher. <laughs> Cloris Leachman never needed a lot of screen time to make a big impression, whether in Young Frankenstein, Would the doctor care for a brandy? or The Last Picture Show, as a lonely housewife who has an affair with a high school student. My God, you know I'm a That role won Leachman an Oscar as Best Supporting Actress. But it was on the small screen that she thrived for decades. Then it's all right to play with Lassie. You aren't allergic to her at all. Earning a mantle's worth of Emmys. Hi. First for her Hi. work on the Mary Tyler Moore show. I'm afraid I've just been too much of a real woman. As Mary's self-absorbed, nosy landlord Phyllis.
3: I can't understand why he hasn't called. Lars has been trained to call.
1: Then as the star of her own spinoff. More recently, she was honored for her work as a grandmother on Malcolm in the Middle. Your Make the table! I'm trying to sleep! And at age eighty-two, she took a turn on Dancing with the Stars, the oldest contestant ever.
3: And wow. you know, when you reading, you know, her life story, if you will. To say that there was no one like her is a massive understatement because she was Lassie's mom. You know, she was the mom and Lassie. I mean, her career goes so far back. Or you're like, she was in that, she did this. Oh my gosh, look at her in 1972 when she won the Oscar. A total upset, I guess. Somebody else was very much that. Maybe Ellen Bernstein or somebody else. People did not think because, you know, she was... uh, You know, an older actress, she'd been kicking around and stuff. But Roger Friedman um, shared this um, because, of course, he would have known her. How old is Roger, do you think? I think he's like 60 something maybe 70 72 yeah we've got some hollywood buddies rocco that That have been covering this business for a long time not as long as rona barrett of course no (laughs) um but he said she was hilarious uh, caustic a a genius actress he said she said such a wicked sense of humor anyone who ever met her famous or not would tell you that and she would tell you anything i remember a night at morton's For the Vanity Fair party where she literally bent my ear with tales of the great days with all of these people that she's worked with. She was vicious and fun and loved to gossip.
4: Oh, I love it. And she had five kids. Mm -hmm. um, And family was everything to her. And she kind of said that's why when she was in her 40s, like a Mary Mm. Tyler Moore and all that. But the other thing we heard about her. Phyllis, Mary, and Rhoda are all gone. I know. And Georgia. Georgette. And Georgette, we met in studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, gosh. And her voice was her voice. Yeah, really. Hello. How are you? Anyway, yeah. But, I mean, it is kind Someone, of like... We heard that she did some body things, though. I mean, that... She, she was a body and naughty and sassy. And the... we we watched a Bob Saget clip when she roasted Bob Saget. Her mouth was follower than mine. Mm could ever even try to be, I, I think. miss Lori. a roast. Do you think I, those are ever going to come the back? Wacko, they're so, this is, because <laughs> I remember, remember Joe Rivers' roast, and I remember, um, who else had really funny roasts, that you would just sit there like, wow, this is so flippant funny. Mm-hmm. I, they're so politically incorrect, and yeah. Gilbert Gottfried was always on hand, yeah, and
3: uh-huh. some, Comedy Central would do them. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah,
4: that would be a fun. Well, we wanted night to play to watch some
3: old roast. Phyllis roasting Bob Saget, but she all the whole time, <laughs> and she liked the blue, and right away she just stands up and says, "Well, I'm just here to bleep John Stamos, nice. who's on the dance."
0: Bob Saget's a dirty one too. Oh, he's oh my that he he's from...
4: He's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. He's
0: Full terrible. House, mm. I do have a part two of that, Cloris, if you want. Oh, sure. Okay.
1: Leachman first caught the public's eye as a finalist for Miss America in 1946. She married filmmaker George England in 1953 and had five children. The couple divorced in 1979. I've always said I don't want to end up an old lady with my... You know, my children gone and nobody's around, and I. but I'm an actress. I didn't want that to be the most important thing in my life. Her Hollywood friends, Ed Asner, tweeting this picture from the last time he saw her, saying, until we meet again, darling. Director Mel Brooks writing, she is irreplaceable. The Academy calling Leachman a comedy legend.
0: Do you know how to remove chocolate stains? Yes, I do. Oh, good.
1: An actor whose talent was ageless.
4: Okay, what's kind of funny is so we met Lou Grant too, Rocco, and he was in studio. Ed he, Asner, Ed mm-hmm. Asner, yep, and he left. We made him call my mom because she loved him. And he <laughs> left her just the body as voicemail, but he he, yeah. he is a dirty man too. Is he? Oh my gosh! And and I'm telling you, and he thinks and he has game. Yeah. You know. And thinks, yeah, he can get
2: your mom' uh, his number for future. No, years, he or? just
4: told her to prep. Yeah, okay. he said, "Jan, uh, I'm coming over. Zed. This is Ed. I'm coming over. over Prep." <laughs> <laughs> so cute. good lord. All right, we'll be back.